0: Welcome to the first episode of Seeing With Sound. My name is Jonathan Allen, and I'm the host that's going to be joining you. Uh, Coming up in a couple weeks, I will say that we are going to have some guests with us, uh, some different people coming in. And uh, like I've said before, this podcast is all about just listening to some music, and then I'm just going to talk about it, get some conversation going. um, If you have any ideas or whatnot. This week, we're going to be listening to a song by Copeland. Copeland is a band that uh, started in Florida. I believe they're still built from there. And uh, it's off of their album entitled Beneath the Medicine Tree. Now, this is a really old album, but it's ironically one of their best. Uh, Extremely emotional. Uh, The music itself is phenomenal. A lot of people say that the record after this, uh, Eat Sleep Repeat, is probably their best one. Uh, But personally, I don't know. But again, if you guys have any, uh, input on that, just hit me up on Facebook and we can start a conversation about that. I'm okay with that. Um, the song that we're going to listen to today is called testing the strong ones. This song, um, again, like I said, the whole CD is extremely emotional. Uh, the lead singer of Copeland, he was going through a really hard time. Um, his, uh, fiance, uh, at the time, now his wife was going through a lot of medical problems, uh, so there's uh, that's thrown into the mix in the lyrics. Um, but let's let's kind of jump into the song real quick. Again, this song is called "Testing the Strong Ones" by Copeland, off of their album "Beneath the Medicine Tree." Here it is.
1: I've never seen your spirit held down
0: All right, that was Copeland. Again, the album is Beneath the Medicine Tree. The song title is Testing the Strong Ones. All right, where do we even begin with this song? It's crazy. Like I said, the lead singer of Copeland was going through a really tough time uh, in his life during this album itself. It's why he wrote this album. And his wife, uh, or then fiancé, was going through a lot of medical issues, like I said. But... This song has nothing to do with that situation. Ironically, his grandmother was going through her own medical bout at the same time, and this entire song is about his grandmother. Um, The words that he uses, even just, with the the title as well, so Testing the Strong Ones, it's crazy how many times in our lives uh things happen and what we have to deal with and uh we might not think that we're strong enough to handle it or you know really that we would think if something were to happen to that degree let's say uh, a grandmother passing or a close uh relative that you have that that would have any sort of troubles or were to pass a lot of people think that they couldn't withstand that, that they couldn't move past that. And um, it's tough because it's extremely heart-wrenching when you go through a situation like that. But at the same time, we are a lot stronger of individuals as we give ourselves credit for most of the times. Uh, Not to say that any sort of situation like that would be light or uh, something not... To take seriously. Like I'm not poking fun at anything or or whatnot or or making light of any sort of situation. But I think that especially being a Christian, we have been given much more understanding uh for different situations, especially if you look on an eternity in uh eternity sorry side of things, and it really gives you a new perspective and kind of a different light. But let's let's talk about the music real quick. First of all, in in my personal music career, I have really been influenced by a bunch of different uh, bands and genres. Like I said in episode one, Emery is one of my favorite bands. And um, their normal, I guess if you want to call it normal uh, sound, what seems to have sold the most for them is a combination of screaming and singing in songs, uh, kind of that going back and forth. Uh, Under Oath did that a lot as well uh, with Aaron Gillespie and uh, Spencer Chamberlain. They, they meshed very well together. A buddy of mine who I'm going to have on the podcast coming up, he's going to be a guest with us. His name is Josh Moyer. He, he and I did some songs. Uh, maybe one of these days we'll, we'll play one of those and uh, showcase that one, and then we can pick it apart, and oh man, that that podcast could take hours, because we could pick everything apart, because we had no idea what we were doing at the time, but um, anyway, uh, I can definitely say Copeland is one of those bands that in the emo indie style of music and things that I've written, holy cow, they have influenced me so much. Especially with the the syncopation, uh, with the rhythm guitars, and then you have that lead line that's going, that's very prominent and makes its own mark with everything. Uh, it's so, to me, it's so amazing. I love stuff like that. I love when you can have this melody and this rhythm. Uh, honestly, that's what a song should be anyway. But the way that it flows together is absolutely, in my mind, incredible. Uh, I also love uh, getting towards the end of the song when it's very, very driven and uh they're they're singing testing the strong ones and they hit that off chord for their for their second chord. It is absolutely incredible. It really, when you first hear it, it makes no sense, but it still fits. And that is what makes difference. Uh, differences in music and that's what makes great music uh set apart from mediocre music when you can take something obscure and something that seems like it wouldn't fit in the least bit and make that completely work that's incredible and i give complete props for that now granted these guys are paid professionals um amazing musicians Of, of course they can do that uh probably still had some help with that there's you know producers and and everybody who mixers and uh even the audio technicians that go into the recording process they could have written that on their own and i'm gonna give them credit and say they wrote that on their own but if they didn't it doesn't matter because their name is attached to it and it sounds amazing it's awesome uh copeland is a kind of softer band uh Softer in regards of vocals, uh, his voice is very very fine, uh, very melodic, uh, a lot of falsetto. That's that's one thing that they're big on. Uh, but the music, I still like how it gets really really intense and rocky, and the music sounds kind of heavy, especially with the cymbals, You have that, um, which has become extremely popular in uh, CCM music and worship music now that That really driving uh crash ride uh going into the choruses and stuff, but back then i'm uh i unfortunately my apologies i i don't remember when this c d was uh recorded, but I mean when you're looking at christian music and what they were doing then to what's happening now, I would say that they were they were uh ahead of their time with that It seems like music has gotten. Not even, I don't want to say technical, I don't think that's the right word, Uh, but it's gotten more simplistic, but still sounds amazing. Which, to me, if you were to listen to, like, a Beatles song, it seems like that would be one of the simplest songs to play. Because especially for the Beatles back then, it was all pop rock, you know, most of the time it was four on the floor, you just kind of jumped in your, your four chords and, and that was it. But if you ever sit down and look at one of their arrangements, it is so technical, but it sounds so easy. And I think that Copeland has pulled this off as well. It sounds easy to play, especially with that lead line, just like hammer-ons and pull-offs. Uh, and if you don't know what that means, Uh, Find me on Facebook. We can talk about that. We'll get into theory in a different podcast. Um, But everything was just, it was very tight. Everything was together. And I loved it. Well, guys, I'm going to wrap this up today. Uh, Find me again on Facebook at SWSPod. And we'll have a conversation.